Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of College Hockey Talk. On today's podcast, I'm joined by freshman from the Dartmouth women's hockey team, Shay Mesner. Shay, thank you so much for coming on the podcast today, and how's everything going? Yeah, thank you for having me. Um, I'm doing great. We're just um, in our off-season right now, so we're just doing a lot of good training right now. <laughs> Yeah, and obviously you've been in off-season for the past couple of months. So how has your off-season been so far? And uh, do you have any plans this summer, I guess, uh, to do anything fun, whether it's hockey-related or not? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so at least for the rest of the spring term, our team has been working out with our strength and conditioning coach, Skyler, who's great. Um, so, yeah, our ice is out. So we've just been working with him five, six days a week, and it's been great. So much fun. And then um, my plans for home is just kind of the same thing. Um, I'm going to be a part of the Summer Sally League going on, so I'm super excited for that. And um, this summer I'm going to a Zach Bryan concert with my mom. Nice. So I'm really looking forward to that too. <laughs> That's awesome. What's this Summer Sally League that I've been hearing about? Um, yeah, um, Randy Keppel, who is my old um, high school coach at Holy Family, he, he's running it, and basically it's all um, D1 girls from Minnesota, and then I think along with some uh, professional women's players are going to be a part of it, and I think it, we're just scrimmaging each other for most of the summer, so nice. it should be super competitive and fun. That's awesome. And what are some, what's something you want to work on regarding your game uh, this summer that you hope uh, to improve upon, I guess, heading into your sophomore year? Yeah, um, I think just building on my confidence um, with the puck, you know, coming from high school to college, it is like a pretty big shock um, and just at the pace of play and um, basically everything. <laughs> and so um, just kind of building my confidence with that and being able to make those split second decisions more confidently and faster on the ice. Well, I want to start off this podcast like I always do by talking about the beginning of your hockey career and sort of working all the way up mm-hmm. to where you are today. Uh, so from the research that I've done on yourself, it says that you're from Mound, Minnesota. So talk about growing up there and how did you start playing hockey? Yeah, so actually I grew up in Brainerd, Minnesota, so a little farther north. And um, both my parents are from Oregon, so they don't know anything about hockey or how to skate or anything. (laughs) And so um, basically my dad was like, my kids have to know how to play hockey or at least know how to skate. So he put me and my brother um, in hockey when I was in kindergarten. And then I just kind of fell in love with it from there. Um, So yeah, up in Brainerd, I mostly played for the boys program. And then um, in middle school, my family moved to Edina, Minnesota, and then I started um, playing the rest of my youth hockey there, more in the cities. So, who was yeah. your favorite player growing up? Did you watch hockey, a lot of hockey growing up, or was it something that you liked to just play? Um, I loved TJ Oshie and um, Zach Prezi. I used to go to this uh, summer hockey camp up in Nisswa, Minnesota, and. Um, Oshi would be there, same with PK Subban, Scott Hartnell. So I was like major fans of all of them. <laughs> What's he like in person, TJ Oshi? Because I've heard he's a very nice guy. Yeah, no, he was super nice. Like I got um he gave me a hat and signed it. And um yeah, he like, gave me a clock too. Like it was amazing. 
That's awesome. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, that, I, I, I was very happy to see him win a cup uh, back in 2018 uh, when that was going on. Like, I was happy for Ovechkin, obviously, because he was one of yeah. the players growing up, but I was also happy for Oshi to finally get his Stanley Cup as well. Yeah, no, yeah, me too. It was great. <laughs> now, before Dartmouth, uh, you played your high school hockey at Holy Family. Uh, mm-hmm. So my first question is, how did you get the opportunity to go to that school and talk about your high school hockey experience there? Yeah, my high school hockey experience was crazy, but it was great. Um, So originally, I actually was at Brack. So I played um, high school there, started in eighth grade. And then once COVID hit, um, my family decided to switch to Holy Family. So that's where I was there my junior and senior year. Um, And it was a great experience. Um, I knew Randy from when I was like 10. He was my summer coach. And, um, yeah, so he's just been, like, such an impactful person in my life that I, like, knew it would be a great experience to go play for him, like, in the high school season. And, yeah, it was a blast. It was a crazy environment. And um, just, like, the whole state kind of is, like, immersed in the culture of, like, hockey and, like, high school hockey especially. So um, it's so much fun to play there. What's the best memory you have from your high school hockey days? Um, definitely winning state in eighth grade, um, at Brackley won three years in a row. So that was crazy. But the first time was the best. We won, um, Sadie Lindsay. She scored the overtime goal with eight seconds, um, like right off the bat. So it was a wild game. Yeah. And how did your high school hockey experience uh, with Breck and Holy Family help prepare you for college hockey with Dartmouth? Yeah, no, I think it definitely did. Um, I'm grateful that I was, like, able to play for my high school and um, not really have to travel so much as um, girls from, like, other parts of the country. And I think it prepared me very well, you know. Um, the high school league is super competitive, and um, it's, like, that's it's very unique in that way. Um, so, yeah, it was great. And talk a little bit more about the Minnesota high school hockey scene and just being a player in that atmosphere because, like you mentioned, it's just so different than mm-hmm. other states just because you have the chance to play for your hometown team and still get noticed by D1 coaches and get the opportunity mm-hmm. to play college hockey, where in other places you sort of have to move away from home at such a young age just to sort of help develop your hockey career and to get noticed by schools. So just talk about the uniqueness of the Minnesota high school hockey scene and just how big it is. Because I think it's pretty cool that you guys can sell an NHL rank for a high school hockey game. And yeah. Just else. Yeah, no, it's great. The boys, like, they sell out the XL Energy Center, like, every year, which is wild. Um, But for my school, Holy Family, um, it's, like, 300, 400 people in the entire school, so it's pretty small. But we would have, like, we would fill up ranks, like, with our student section. Like, teachers would come. Um, Our priest, Father Jengdal, he was our biggest supporter. He would come to all the games. And um it's just like indescribable how much support we felt and um it was just amazing having basically everyone in our school cheering us on in the stands and um yeah no it was awesome and like you mentioned you got to put some really good players on holy family and with breck mm-hmm. obviously play with the zumwinkle sisters when you're with breck and the Lindsay sisters yeah <laughs> Holy Family, you got to play with Madison Kaiser. Uh, those are just a few names of the big, so just a few of the bigger names you got to play with. So mm-hmm. my question is sort of, what was it like having those type of players as teammates 
uh, because I feel like when you play with high-end players like that, it just makes you an even better hockey player yourself. Yeah, definitely. Um, I feel like I was grateful enough to like be in an environment with such high-end players, and we all kind of fed off each other, and uh, like we battled as hard as we could on the ice and in practice, but once we were in the locker rooms, we were best friends again, but it was really um, a super healthy culture of like competition and always pushing each other. Um, and yeah, it was just like a really like fun and competitive environment to be in, which really I think helped get me here. <laughs> yeah. And what was Madison Kaiser like as a teammate off on and off the ice? Cause it was, that must yeah. be cool with someone that played in the U18 world championships that year you were also playing with her in high school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maddie is one of my best friends. I've known her since again, I was 10. Um, so we've been, I've known her for so long and yeah, she's a great teammate. She's so competitive and clearly like you can tell like she loves hockey and like she'll do anything for it, which I think is really special. Um, and yeah, she'll, she'll always be cheering you on. And also like she wants what's best for everyone on our team and um, helping support everyone. Now talk about your recruitment process uh, with Dartmouth and what made you want to go there versus other schools you might have looked at. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, honestly, from a super young age, I always wanted to go to an Ivy League before I really even knew like what that meant. Um, but yeah, I always wanted to go somewhere where I could get a high-end education and also be able to do what I love and like play hockey. And Dartmouth was able to offer both of that to me. And so yeah, it just kind of became the perfect fit. And I another thing that I loved was that um it is a in the woods like that's kind of our saying like in the woods so um it kind of brought me back up to northern minnesota which i really loved now as a freshman what was the biggest adjustment you had to make to college hockey was it the speed of the game the physicality or just the less time and space that you have with the puck Mm -hmm. i would say the less time and space with the puck um i mentioned this earlier but just kind of making those little decisions like that much quicker um seems like kind of insignificant but um it does make a really big difference and it took me a little bit to get used to it now what's it like playing in the ECAC and just the competition that you face every weekend because I would argue that's the most competitive league in women's college hockey because you have like seven eight teams that have a legit chance at winning that championship every single season Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it was crazy this season. Basically, every weekend we had was like a fight and it was going to be a really good game. Um, So we didn't really get any weekends off. <laughs> but it also made it a super fun and um fairly competitive environment where um we did have the chance to win and fight as hard as we could. So I think that was really special. Now, obviously, going to an Ivy League school, you have such a high academic workload. So my question is, how do you balance both hockey and academics at such a high level at such a prestigious university like Dartmouth? Yeah, um, my fresh or sorry, my fall term, it took me a little bit getting used to everything, like being away from home and obviously like hockey in school. But um, honestly, you just kind of get used to it. Like everyone's kind of in the same boat as you. So as a team, we'll all go to the library together or take study breaks or whatever. So the upperclassmen did a really good job kind of helping us figure it out and kind of lead us through um, what works best and like how to manage your time the best way, which is super helpful. 
Yeah, talk a little bit more about. I guess we'll start with the upper uh, the upperclassmen that you had on your team. A lot of good leaders like Cecil. Mm-hmm. Uh, just talk about what they meant to you and how they helped your class sort of buy into the Dartmouth culture a little bit and sort of help your adjustment and transition into college hockey. Yeah, so um, I played against CC in high school, so I knew I didn't know her super well, um, but she was super welcoming to um, all the freshmen. Like the upperclassmen really made a point to um, just kind of make us feel at home and um, help us figure everything out because it is such a big transition. And yeah, they just kind of set out what we do here and really immerse us well into it. And talk about your freshman class, because I think you guys are super underrated and just the impact your class has had on the team has been, I think, pretty significant. And it's one of the reasons why I think Dartmouth is a team that a lot of people should be looking out for next season. You have players like yourself and Vanessa Stamper, Stamper who provide really good depth on the forward side of things. And then obviously you have Meredith Jensen and Izzy Powell, who are who are great defenders last year. So just talk a little bit about from your perspective, just the impact that your class uh, made this past season and how you hope to build on that. Yeah, no, I think um, coming in as freshmen, you know, you kind of coming down the bottom, but I think we were able to really um, positively influence the culture on the team and um, on the ice. And it makes me even more excited for like the coming seasons because we do have our freshman year under our belt and we're going to come in with that confidence. And um, yeah, I think we're really going to be able to make an impact on the ice and also with the like on and off, like with our culture as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you need it. I feel like if there isn't a good dynamic between teammates, it doesn't, it, I don't care how talented you are, it doesn't translate well on the ice at all. Uh, you need mm-hmm. that sort of a good dynamic with your teammates in order to have success on the ice. Yeah, no, and that's why I love my class. I am so grateful that I'm going to be here with them because they're just, like, such great people, and I think we can really, like, help move our team forward. Now talk about your team's performance uh, this past season and what you took away from it. Obviously not the result I think any of your team wanted, but I feel like there are games that you guys won that you can build upon uh, for this upcoming season. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, um, kind of reflecting on how the last season went – Clearly, it wasn't something, it wasn't our best season, Um, but I do think there's a lot of um, room for improvement because if you look back at our record, a lot of the games were really close and we had leads on very good teams that we ended up losing and just um, being able to actually pull through those wins, um, I think would have made a huge difference. And I think that's something that... um, we can definitely do uh, next season as all the girls here, we're all on the same page and um, we're confident that we can keep pushing the program forward. What do you think was the biggest improvement that you made to your game from the start of the season to now? Um, I would say again, like just kind of making the switch, like the faster uh, gameplay and having a more structured defensive zone. Um, I feel like that has become uh, a more important piece of my game rather than at high school where it wasn't as important. (laughs) Um, So I think that has really um, helped my game a lot. Now, obviously, like you mentioned, your team uh, had a lot of close games. But one thing I noticed about your team was you guys played very well in road games and then struggled at home. So my question is sort of what was the reason for that and how do you hope to improve your home record uh, for next year? 
Um, yeah, honestly, we had some weird timings at our home games. Like, we would have 3 o'clock uh, Friday games. And I think that was especially difficult for us because we would have class at, like, 1, and then we'd have to run to the ring and go get ready. Yeah. Um, so I think that probably impacted us a little bit. So we're hoping this season to to get um, more of our fans out there to help support us because we do have a pretty big rink and we can hopefully try and fill it up more this year. Yeah, I do like the rink. It's very green. Uh, what's it like? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> what's it like playing at the rink? Because it looks like a nice barn from what I, I've never been there before, but it just looks cool from a fan perspective. Yeah, no, it's great. Um, it's like a very like solid like, cement structure. So um, it feels very clean and um, kind of timeless, which I really like. And um, yeah, no, it. I feel like if we were able to get a bunch of fans in there, like it would be a crazy environment to play in. Now, a lot of hope for Dartmouth this uh, upcoming season was the coaching staff that you guys have. Liz Keating Norton joined the team. I think it was her first year last season. Uh, mm-hmm. So what's it like uh, playing under her and just what how has she helped your game and how is she helping your team improve every day? And is it sort of weird as a freshman coming in uh, to a new coaching staff that didn't recruit you? Yeah, so um... – it's been great. You know, I think this year she was finally able to um, kind of dictate how she wanted things to be run more compared to last year, at, like coming in as her first year. Um, so you could really see the kind of like coaching and overall like morals and like um, pillars that she wanted to instate in us, which I think was very beneficial for our team like overall. And I think we're just going to be able to build on that moving forward. What was your favorite moment uh, from your freshman year, hockey-wise? Um, I would say probably winning against Brown, which is our last game. It was our road game. And um, personally, for me, I was playing against one of my best friends, Maddie Morgan, who was also at Holy Family. So it was great to play against her and also the game itself. Um, being able to end the season with a win was, um, I think, really important for us. No, I sort of talked about, we've sort of been talking about this uh, throughout the f- past few minutes, but what are your team's goals and expectations? Uh, for mm-hmm. season? Yeah, so um, next season, everyone has a bid um, at playoffs. So our goal is to obviously just make it as far as we can through and ultimately make it to the <laughs> Frozen Four. Um, but on a smaller level, just being able to show up for three periods of every game because I think we struggled a little bit with that during the season. Like we would have two amazing periods and then one period where we kind of um, laid off a bit. So just trying to make sure we can put together a full um, three periods of hockey, I think will really um, impact um, our standings and how far we make it. Do you have any individual goals and expectations for yourself? Um, I think being more of an influential player on the ice is a goal for me um yeah just having more of an impact on also my teammates as well now that um like I'll be a sophomore and like I kind of know what I'm doing now yeah um so I'm really excited for that aspect too but also on the ice just being more of a leader out there now Shay I have to ask this because I could talk about this through I can make a whole podcast episode about this but do you know what your non-conference games are for next season are you allowed to share them and if so uh feel free to break some news um I honestly am not sure. 
um that yeah we get our schedule super late so honestly as players we have to look at other people's schedule and kind of see oh, okay like we're playing them then so um yeah I'm not sure yet I'm trying to yeah I don't know I feel like I would be annoying about it and just ask my coach constantly about who are <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. the way the schedule works out for you guys yeah it's a surprise <laughs> that's awesome well Looking forward to seeing what your team does uh, next season. Uh, but we're now in the segment I like to call the non-hockey segment, where I ask you some non-hockey questions just to get to know you and your teammates a little bit more off the ice. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my first one is, uh, what type of music do you like to listen to? I know Zach Bryant is probably one of your favorite artists since you're going to his concert this summer. Yeah. <laughs> Outside of him, any other artists and new types of music you like to listen to? Um. Yeah, I also like um, Tyler Childers. I don't know. He's another country guy. Um, and then on the flip side of that, I really like Drake too. Yeah. Yeah. So I have a wide range, I'd say. I feel like it's good. You don't want to listen to the same specific genre of music constantly. I feel like it'll get yeah. for a while. Yeah. I gotta mix it up a little bit. Now, what is your guilty pleasure TV show? Um, that's a good one. Right now I love Modern Family. So I'm a little behind on watching it because this is my first time, but I've I watch it like I probably watch five episodes a day, honestly. I like put it on in the background when I'm studying or getting ready for bed or whatever. It's, it's good. Uh, it's a good turn off your brain TV show. Yeah. Yeah. No, like I just get a laugh at it. It's yeah. perfect. What's been your favorite episode for, of what's been your favorite episode so far? Um, I really like the one where Lily is on a leash. Like she has a little like monkey backpack. Yeah. And Cam is like bring your leash around. I think they're at uh, Disney World or something. Yeah. That one was one of my favorite. There was one. I don't know if you're at this episode yet where they go to Australia. That's super funny as well. Oh my, I don't think I've made it there yet. I don't want to spoil it for you, but once you get there, it's a pretty funny episode uh, with Phil. Phil's probably my favorite. <laughs> Phil and Jay are probably my favorite characters. On yeah. That they're the best phil is so funny i guess my guilty pleasure tv show um i don't know if this would count as guilty pleasure but outer banks i've been Mm. i've been slowly uh, picking my way through that show right now since it is the off season but i'm a i'm not a i'm not a good binge watcher because i usually uh want to watch hockey instead of tv so that's sort of (laughs) i need to get i need to start i need to finish that up at some point fair yeah no i watched the first two uh seasons of Outer Banks but I haven't made it to the most recent one <laughs> I like the first two seasons that's why I want to watch the third one but yeah I'm not a good binge watcher that's part of the problem yeah no there's no time <laughs> now what is your most embarrassing hockey moment um I'm gonna have to go with also in eighth grade um when we were um in the state championship I was out on the um overtime on the ice and when Sadie Lindsay scored I went to like go skate and say like good job to her and I fall straight on my butt and like <laughs> it's all televised so like people would replay it. it's just me like skating as fast as I can I'm just like absolutely eating it so yeah, hey, at least it was good during a good memory of your yeah life. yeah so you can like smile about it it's not something yeah. you not want to look back on yeah no but yeah that was probably my most embarrassing moment what would the perfect day look like for you? Um, I was thinking about this. Honestly, I think it would be something like pretty simple. Just back at home, like probably go to like hot. I love hot yoga. So I'd go with my friends to that 
and then go get breakfast and just spend the day on the lake just hanging out and having a good dinner <laughs> yeah i think for me probably just going to a hockey game and then dinner afterwards pretty yeah. basic answer for me but and then during the summer probably a baseball game yeah yeah i know i feel like the simple days are the best ones now let's ask you some questions about some of your teammates uh, who's the funniest on the team um who's the funniest i would say vanessa samper she's pretty funny she's very witty like she'll hit you with some jokes that like you like don't comprehend until like a second later <laughs> yeah she seems like a very chill person at least when i interviewed her it seemed i like i feel like you wouldn't expect her to be funny when you first meet her yeah no but like she's like subtle and then it's like you're like oh my gosh <laughs> yeah which teammate would you love to see a reality TV show about? Um, I'm gonna go with Sophie Robinson because she's very Sophie Robinson and Callie Dixon because they're both um like mysterious people. I'd say they'd kind of do their own thing, and I'd love to know like what they do. <laughs> now, Shay, I think you have the best style on the team. I saw some of the pregame outfits that you pulled up. <laughs> It's pretty unbelievable. So shout out to you for that. Uh, Thank who, you. Who has the best style on the team, though, besides yourself? Um, I'm gonna have to go with Meredith. She'll um bring out some pantsuits every once in a while. They look fire. And then um, Vanessa has some good outfits. Honestly, our team has really good outfits. Lauren Messier mm -hmm. and Tiffany Hill. They bring out some good ones too. <laughs> Is Meredith the one that brings out the green blazer? Because I think that yeah, was... yeah, that's her. <laughs> that's awesome. That's only for special games. She'll bring it out then. How do you bring? How do you? How do you figure out what's a special game like against like a big team or whatnot? Yeah, All yeah, right. high stakes. That's good. That's good. I feel like you gotta pick and choose your time when you have an outfit like yeah, that. Yeah, you definitely do. <laughs> now, getting back to some not non hockey questions. Uh, what's the most interesting thing you've read or seen this week? Um, I'm gonna have to go with I'm in a European fairy tales class right now, which is a little weird. <laughs> but um, we read the original Little Mermaid, so I'm gonna go with that. <laughs> Aren't those fairy tales like super like very adult like? They're not like what yeah you think they are. Yeah, no, it's been honestly a crazy class to take. Like all the fairy tales that I thought I knew are nothing like what they used to be which is wild but <laughs> yeah i heard that like they make it sort of like kid like back yeah like, as the time went on just so kids can like enjoy and not be like freaked out about them so i know there's like some of these fairy tales that i know about are like very like gruesome and like yeah no it's wild like some of them are so uh, just like violent and <laughs> like wait uh i don't know i haven't really been paying attention to the news as much as i probably should um I don't know, probably the Edmonton Oilers getting eliminated from the playoffs and how it's been like 30 years since a Canadian team has won a Stanley Cup. I think that's pretty, pretty crazy to think about. Yeah, no, that is wild. We have a few Edmonton fans on our team, so they were unhappy about that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, there's always next year, as as uh, as they always say. I feel like only I feel like only like a handful of teams really have a shot every year anyway. So, yeah. Now, one more non-hockey question is, if you could have lunch with anyone in the world, uh, who would it be and why? Um, yeah, I was thinking about this, and I honestly, 
I couldn't come up with anyone. Probably just like Wayne Gretzky is super um, basic, but him or anyone with like a really good story. Yeah. <laughs> it's like someone with the wildlife. Yeah. No, I get that. I get that. I feel like, um, I don't even know, probably Tom Brady, just sort of similar to Wayne Gretzky, had probably a very interesting yeah. life. It'll be fun yeah. to talk to him. Or just like a friend I haven't seen in like years. Just Yeah, I, yeah. no, I was thinking that or like my grandparents. <laughs> yeah. Now getting back to some hockey questions now for all the younger people listening to this episode, uh, what advice would you give them on what it takes to uh, make it to college hockey where you are today? Yeah, um, I would just say that like, Make sure you love the sport, you know, because if you do love hockey, then it makes putting in the extra work that much easier and makes it that much more rewarding um, when it does pay off. And um, also, like, don't forget to do the little things. I know that's super cliche, but it is true. Like, I'm still reaping the rewards from the work I put in when I was like 12 and 13. And the little things that might seem insignificant do really build up. And, um, yeah, just they build on top of each other and they really do make a difference in the end. So keep working, even if you don't see that instant gratification, like it doesn't even if you don't see it on the ice, your work paying off, you have that confidence in yourself that, you know, um, you were working hard and you were doing the extra things that I think is also super important. Now, what should be done to help grow women's hockey from your perspective? Um, I think just like building it up, you know, um, I think in Minnesota, we have, we do a pretty good job on making it pretty accessible, but I think, um, in different parts of the country and with Canada as well, just making it an easier sport for girls to get into. And, um, yeah, cause I feel like for boys, it's pretty easy, but for girls, it's, I don't know, you, they might be stuck like playing boys hockey, which, um, isn't always the best for everyone. And yeah, just making it more accessible for people. Now, do you have any shout outs you want to give to anybody, uh, promote anything and who should we have on the podcast next? Uh, the floor is all yours. Um, okay. Well, I have to shout out Vanessa. Got, she got me. And then, um, I think Maddie Morgan would be a great person to have on the podcast. Um, and then I would like to shout out my Holy Family girls. They are the best and have such a positive impact on me in my life. And same with Randy Kappel. Um, He's really helped me get here. And I owe basically everything to him. <laughs> um, and yeah, my parents, they've always been so supportive of me. And I'm so grateful for them. Well, I just want to say thank you so much, Shay, for coming on the podcast. I really appreciate your time. It means so much to myself. I wish you nothing but the best uh, for the upcoming season. Have a great summer, and I hope to have the chance to get to see you play in person and meet you after a game as well. That will be a lot of fun. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It was awesome. Smile that makes the sun